everyone. Welcome back to Mothman is Our Friend, a name that I forget every week. Um, I'm Nicole. I'm Megan. And today um, I'm going to tell you the tale of the black-eyed kids. Um, So I think I became aware of the phenomenon of the black-eyed kids in like 2002. Uh, 12-ish on Reddit. I remember uh, one summer I was a substitute teacher at summer camp counsel- as a summer camp counselor or substitute, sorry, substitute summer camp counselor. Um, so I only worked like eight hours a week and it was it was one of the worst jobs I ever had and maybe I'll just have a whole <laughs> time talking about it because it was a nightmare. Um, anyway, uh, but um, I just spent like all summer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some good alleys, it sounds like. Yeah, no, it was... Anyway, but <laughs> just one, one story included me having to wrangle 10 uh, five-year-olds on uh, Hollywood Boulevard because we couldn't find the bus driver <laughs> <laughs> for two hours. We didn't know where he went. He had left. He had left us in Hollywood, and I was in charge of te- like 10 five-year-olds. And then a woman who was in a Playboy bunny costume was talking. She's very nice, this lady. She was talking to the kids. But I was trying to like, everyone hold hands. They didn't want to hold hands. And I was like, Come on, everyone. We got to do it. Um, they finally did it. And then one little boy said, I talked to Britney Spears. I was like, okay, you want to believe that we can. Let's like keep this horrible. Anyway, there's worse stories than that. But when I wasn't having that horrible job, I was still on my <laughs> phone um, looking at paranormal subreddits, uh, and I just found out about Reddit, so that's all I was doing. Um, so that being said, prior to the research, I wasn't familiar with the Black Eyed Kids lore. It was It's like kind of a boring one to me, but I know a lot of people like it. Um, so, But I came to the uh, realization through this one article that I'm going to read excerpts of like at the very end of this episode. Um, that the whole like notion behind the stories are really problematic and racist and classist. So that's great. Um, but I'm going to delve into that later because it's kind of, it's awful. But anyway, um, but for those who aren't aware of what black eyed kids are, uh, they're basically or B E K. You'll see that a lot in like paranormal forums and whatnot. Um, cool little acronyms. Um, basically, a ton of, uh, there's a ton of stories on the internet where people are approached by children around the ages of 6 to 16 who may be panhandling or hitchhiking. Um, so typically, they have pale or blue-tinted skin, like corpses. Um, some stories say they like to sing nursery songs like Old Man Long Legs or He Jumped Into a Bramble Bush, which I've never heard of either of those songs. So they're like deep cuts that these kids are singing. <laughs> I think I've heard of the Bramble Bush okay. one, but I don't know. They're separate, right? Yeah. The old man long legs where he jumped into a Bramble Bush. I don't know. So sometimes they're either dressed normally or um, they are wearing outdated clothing, like white nightgowns, depending on the source. Also, some reports say they have talon-like feet, which I'm curious about because I've never seen a story that has included that detail. Um <laughs> But anyway, uh, the typical story goes something like this. You are either at your house or inside your parked car when you're approached by a child or a group of children. They're usually in need of assistance and ask for some spare change, use your phone to get a ride or to use your bathroom. It is said they speak like adults, even if they're very young, and have high-pitched giggles, which, you know, kind of cute. I don't know. Um, (laughs) At first, you're like, yes, I will help these children because I 
down so that kind of would be helpful uh but i guess eventually they make eye contact with you and you finally notice that their eyes are entirely black and then you feel dread and tell them to go away but they become more and more persistent uh once you shut the door or drive away um, if you're in your car um they will leave you alone um so they're not even that scary just like just shut the door i also like Who's not looking at people's eyes like almost as soon as they meet them? I I guess like the story is that the kids are really shy and like look down, but I think you would notice. I don't believe in any of the black eyed kids stories really because they're just frustrating and dumb, but (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I'm like very anti. But anyway, um, I feel like I've we've covered like I, I think there's been a couple that we actually believe in, but yes. we've covered like a lot of things that we just don't believe in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Idris Cole is my favorite. And, you know, I believe in no. him. He lives in Cincinnati, I think. So <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we believe in Idris Cole. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh yeah, but it seems like the lore borrows pretty heavily from vampire lore, which like a vampire can't get inside your home without inviting them in because they're very polite. Um, but they're, uh, after me see, saying that, like, I don't believe in these stories are just like creepypastas that are circulated quite a bit. There is a story that seemed to originate it, which I didn't even, I had no idea that there was even like a singular story that, um, made this all happen. But yeah. so on January 16th, 1998, Texas-based journalist Brian uh, Bethel, who is still writing, I looked him up, he's still a newspaper writer, um, Good. which I'm... I don't want to like bad talk this man or anything, but like, <laughs> I just, the story, I'll get into like why there's some like problematic things to it. But also a lot of the times people's careers are like over after reporting like aliens or ghouls or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting that he still has like a pretty good job. Um, but anyway. Um, when, when did his story come out? In 1998. So I think maybe that's also okay. the reason where, like, in the 50s and 60s, people are like, you believe in aliens? Get out of here. Um, we're like, yeah. in the 90s, it's fine. Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, if you saw something a little weird. But um, he sent an email to a ghost-related mailing list. Uh, yeah, ghost-related mailing list. that ended up getting leaked um, that recounted a frightening encounter that supposedly took place in 1996. Um, so according to his story, he was parked in a strip mall to pay a bill when two boys, uh, between the ages, he said 10 to 14, the age range, which is a big difference. Like, they're either fourth graders or freshmen, high yeah. schoolers. I also, like, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's pretty big gap. But I was going to say, I'm really bad at telling age. Okay. People are like, how old do you think that person is? I'm like, I have no idea. They're going to be like, like yes. They'll be like 17. I'm like, I don't know, like 10. That's what I, when I was working at a consignment store last year, I was the oldest person at like 25. And uh, I thought everyone else was 25, just whatever. But then someone was, yeah. I was talking to a person about, um, a show that I watched on the Disney Channel when I was like five, and I was like, "Oh, you know, so weird." And they were like, "No, I've never heard of that." Show. I was like, "That's weird." I found out they were like eighteen. <laughs> they had just turned eighteen. I was like a full like, six years older or eight years older than them. But anyway, yeah. um, I always I always think people are like way younger. I think than they are, <laughs> okay. which is like I don't know. Um, um, but, um, oh, so he was writing a check in his parked car when 
um, the kids approach them. They are both wearing a hoodie and the younger one was a redhead and the older, in quotes, aggressive one who spoke to Bethel had tan skin, which you can probably see why this tale is a little problematic, but we'll get to that um, in a sec. Um, so Bethel immediately was annoyed because he thought the kids were going to ask for money, um, which, okay. Um, and then suddenly felt dread. Um, the older one asked if they could have a ride home because they wanted to get more money from their mom to go see Mortal Kombat, which was released in 1995. <laughs> so there's a hole in the story because it's supposed to be in 1996. Mm-hmm. But also just like, give them, how about just give them a few bucks to see Mortal, Mortal Kombat? I don't like, I don't yeah. know. Was that big? Was that a big movie at the time? I don't know. Why I guess if they were... see Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Uh, it's just like a weird detail. Like it, it takes me out of it. Um, but so I'm gonna read an excerpt from the email. So all while the spokesman, who he referred to the older boy as a spokesman, because uh, the other kid, the redhead kid, wasn't speaking at all. He was just hanging out. Um, uttered assurances. It won't take long. They're just two little kids. They don't have a gun or anything. The last part was a bit unnerving. I know. Like I don't know. It just there's like some things, you know. Um, but I promise I'll get to all that. Yeah. Um, the last bit was unnerving. In the short time, I had broken the gaze of the spokesman, and something had changed. My mind exploded into a vortex of all-consuming terror. Both boys stared at me with cold black eyes, soulless orbs like uh, two swarths—I I don't know if that's word—of a starless night. I full-on freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I made whatever excuses came to mind. All of them designed to get me the hell out of there. I wrapped my hand around the gear shift, threw the car in reverse, and began to roll up the window, apologizing all the while. My um, fear must have been evident. The boy in the back looked. We're both lo- the boys in the back looked complete. Uh, look. Sorry, wore a look of confusion. The spokesman banged sharply on my window as I rolled it down. His words, full of anger, echoed in my mind today. Uh, we can't come unless you tell us. It's okay. Let us in. I drove out of the parking lot in blind fear, and I'm surprised I didn't side sweep a car or two along the way. I stole a quick look in my rear view mirror before peeling out into night. The boys were gone. Even if uh, they had run, I don't believe that they were at a place that they could be hidden from view quickly. Um, Bethel later told a friend that I kept the doors and windows locked. I knew it. Uh, I knew if they came in, they would kill me. Uh, I would just edit myself. I said the boy was tan, but the uh, the article says he had olive skin, but that you know, olive yeah. skin tan interchangeable to me. But um, uh, so I also. Yeah. I like the detail that they got mad and they were like, we can't come in unless you tell it like mad at him, which it like really makes me happy. Just like from like a lore point of view of like a vampire being like, mad. let me in. I am angry. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so this particular story circulated in a lot of paranormal forums and threads in the 1990s and early 2000s. Um, so Bethel to this day maintains a story in 1990 or 19. 19- Sorry, whoa. In 2015, Jim Harold, um, in quotes, the paranormal podcast guy, spoke to him about the incident. He said after the encounter, my sleep was greatly disturbed. I didn't want to sleep at all, actually. I felt unsafe doing so. I kept having this fantasy of them appearing at the foot of my bed or waiting uh, outside my door for me when I went outside. It was a rough few weeks, I'll say, and the effects linger to this day. The use of black eyes to symbolize evil has become a common trope in horror films and other media. And I will tell, uh, tell you that every time I see an image, especially if I'm not expecting it, I will flash back briefly to this terrible agony agonizing moments in my car. I legitimately did not know if I was going to die or not. I'd never been that terrified. It's like very intense. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. but> that, <laughs> like, okay. Um, but Bethel went to say uh, that he is skeptical of some of the Black Eyed Kids stories, but he thinks that some of them are actually true. Um, when asked what he thought they were, he said, I don't know for sure. What I do know is that they are predators, that we are their food. I don't think they'll eat us in a literal sense, but they do want something from us. Maybe they want to kill us, but I tend to think the design is far more complex than that. Until you've been on the receiving end of those terrible dark eyes, filled with hatred and torn from the very depth of night and time, the other way was worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure you can understand. The people I've spoken to um, who have truly seen them understand that completely. So, yes. Um, so this, however, I, I oh, feel yeah. like... If, if you're a writer yeah, I know. and you have a paranormal experience, do not make it flowery unless you are specifically writing it only as like an article that you are releasing right. personally. We, are, um, we will say that we were in an MFA program and this kind of reads like some things that were submitted yes. um, for workshop. Yes. Um, so that's, again, I don't want to like... It immediately makes me skeptical. I know. Like if, if you like are talking to... Like, that that was in an interview, right? That was an interview, yeah. Yeah, if you're like talking like that in an interview, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> but like if you if you were writing like yeah. this is my experience and I want you to feel that, sure. Go go yeah. ham in your like flourishes, yeah. but it also makes me it seems to me like he to me, I don't know why. I get the feeling like he's in on it or something. Like he doesn't genuinely believe. Or maybe he does. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I, the, yeah. the writing is interesting to me. But <laughs> um, This, however, uh, may not have been the first Black Eyed Kid sighting. Although, uh, <laughs> what I'm about to tell you is like seems to be an entirely different creature. Uh, but it's worth mentioning because it's like often paired as like, oh, this is a this is some big proof of um, the Black Eyed Kids. So uh, gotcha. this encounter supposedly occurred in Aine. I don't know France. I took four years of French and I cannot pronounce any of the words. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, according to a report from the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomenon, two men named Alan and Patrick, there was no last names given, were driving around 3 p.m. in a rural area. Patrick noticed five figures about four feet tall huddled together in a town square and slammed on the brakes. The figures wore robe-like garments, had long hair down to their waist, had giant and giant black eyes the size of billiard balls. One of them began to wave over the car, like, come on, come over here, <laughs> which is adorable. <laughs> the motion is really cute. The motion freaked out Alan so much. Like when the, the little thing did it, he screamed in terror, causing Patrick to drive off. <laughs> he just wanted him to join the huddle. <laughs> come here, guys. Apparently a neighbor had also seen the beings, and but told investigators that he believed that they were just children. <laughs> So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so another famous set of encounters reportedly happened in 2014 when a British tabloid called the Daily Star claimed in three different issues that there were black eyed kid sightings at a pub in uh, Staffordshire. Um, I don't think that happened, but that's a very fun story to write. Um, but um, so this leads us to the portion of like, what are these things? So demonologists think that these are demon or the devil himself. Um, some people think they're the ghost of dead children. Um, others claim that it's just a hoax and kids are wearing black contact lenses. Um, so this gets us into the whole problematic why this story is 
not good and I hate it. Um, but, uh, so I came across a really good article from 2018, um, written for the, uh, leftist public, uh, political newsletter counterpunch and articles called black eyed kids and other nightmares from the suburbs by Brian Plath and Platt, excuse me, and Brian Roth, which made excellent points. Why the story is so popular among like boomers or like Karens on Facebook, you know, like a lot of renditions. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just read some of the article and stuff, summarizing it. Also, a true warning against violence against brown and black people, specifically children. Um, so uh, it starts out talking about this one heavily circulated story. Um, so I'll start reading. Um, when, in quotes, Katie dropped uh, was dropped off at her duplex, she knows two teens, 15 or 16 in hoodies, standing at our driveway. The boys lurked around her neighborhood for months, the author notes. But she never. But they were never so bold as to stand close to the home, asking why they were at her property. The boys responded that they wanted to come into her house and use her phone. It was like I, wa- I wanted to let them in, but I knew there was an evil presence. She darted inside, escaping the black-eyed children. Adults telling terrible tale, terrifying tales of teens in hoodies wandering around neighborhoods, shopperless at night, is nothing new. In Geraldo Rivera's response to the murder of Trayvon Martin and Fox and Friends, he urged parents of Black and Latino youngsters particularly to not let their children go out wearing hoodies. Terrified by, in quotes, the menacing nature of the popular garments, Geraldo explained that the hoodies were as responsible for Trayvon Martin's death as George Zimmerman, which is, ugh. Um, indeed, uh, many Black-eyed kids bear all markings to the moral panics over ju- juvenile crime that underguided uh, the enormous prison boom of the late 1980s and 1990s. So obviously this is still a giant issue. Um, that's disgusting that it keeps happening. Uh, but I think that that is a complete correlation because a lot of the like, stories talk about children in hoodies, like walking around. Um, so the article yeah. continues talking about homelessness too. Um, not surprising many black eyed kids account take across the setting um, of everyday encounters with homeless uh, the homeless that marks life in modern America, being approached while being in your car to parking lot, loitering outside a local store, sitting at a city bus, or even wandering to a local Walmart. In these stories, black eyed kids serve as a palatable substitute for the homeless other, um, while also providing a justification for deep anxiety that homelessness uh, causes suburban middle class. Um, I just want to note that I live in a very mm-hmm. a population that's heavily populated, or an area that's heavily populated with people. Um, who don't have homes and they're just people in need of assistance. You don't need to be scared of them. Most likely they won't yeah. harm you. Like you have broken yeah. in my car a few times, take like food and sunglasses and it's fine. They need more than not a big deal. Like, um, yeah. But back to the article um, in other stories, the subsets is simply text. And in a 2017 account tells of a woman who passed a homeless man on the sidewalk at her home. There are a few homeless people in my area. She notes he was very, there was very few homeless people in my area. She notes. So he's very noticeable after realizing uh, that the only, ch- uh, the only change had been very deep in her purse. She kept walking, pretending not to hear the man when the homeless man called out her name. She noticed black eyes. So I was filled with dread and was filled with dread. I truly felt it was not a person. It was a creature. Another story, a woman, um, I know, always made a point of avoiding eye contact with homeless men, which, okay, so they're people, like, calm down, um, in her neighborhood and notice yeah. his black eyes. I mean, these people are absolutely make you feel terrified. It's nothing I explained. Even my bones felt shaky. Um, a further clue that the root of the appeal of the black eyed kids' tales are, is, in fact, the kids in the park ask for money for food. Uh, <clears throat> extreme poverty, homelessness, and paneling have always been a feature in urban American life. Um, by signing wages, raising house costs and broken windows, placing uh, 
combined with the retreat of, of the welfare state in the neoliberal era, have pushed visible homelessness into suburbs, which is dismayed of the residents. Um, so the article ends with uh, Black Eyed Kids stories are folklores for, for society that is increasingly isolated and socially alienated. The deep anxiety of people who see the world as a war of each against all turns every stranger into the neighbor, but into a probable invader, every unplanned social encounter into a terrifying assault. In this world, the home and the car serve as a fortress against your enemies. It is this mentality that gives the Black Eyed Kids their power, Black Eyed uh, Kid for folklore excuse me, serves as a social lesson never <laughs> helping anyone there is no society after all only individuals so basically the entire idea behind the black ice lore is just like gross and racist <laughs> and i never made the yeah. connection because i think it's just like my privilege of like being financially secure and like being part white passing white passing like most areas i'm not never racially profiled so like i never put mm-hmm. the connection um i just want to point out just like yeah. a quick, quick psa that like a lot of the Black Eyed Kids stories involve people calling the cops. Um, just don't call the cops on people, especially brown or black people, because they might be murdered. Yeah. Um, it's a heavy note yeah. for a supernatural story, but you know, Black Lives Matter, and don't like, yeah. just don't do that. It's an important note. It's an important note. Um, so that's yeah. the stupid story of the Black Eyed Kids, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, we will see you next week with maybe something better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I well, I think it's it's good to to have that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times we want to see like where lore has come from. Yeah. You know? Like if it's just been around and things. So I think that's a really good link to to say. You know, this is somewhere it's coming from. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It is. Inter- I never like. I I didn't know much about it. Um, I think I saw like a few YouTube like scary story black eyed kids um, stories, yeah. but they never were like that interesting to me. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever heard of them. I think when I when you had told me that yeah. you were doing the black eyed kids, I was thinking of um, those paintings, the big eye oh, cry, yeah, cry yeah. paintings, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> no. So, but yeah. So, well, th- there you go. We'll be back for next week. <laughs> cool. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.